This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. How would you rate today's podcast? Ooh, what's the scale? <laughs> <laughs> give me the number and then I'll give you the scale. <laughs> I give it a... Four. Wow, it is a scale of one to four, four being the best. <laughs> See, there you go. That is incredible. You've got it on quite a great day today. Uh, this actually, it's it, uh, the stuff that Michael Schellenberger uh, released yesterday that we talked about on in hour two of the podcast. Massive. Is massive. And I bet you nobody's talking about it. I bet you nobody in the mainstream media. This is, I think, as big as... Uh, Edward Snowden. It may be. I mean, we still have a lot to learn, I think, on it. But the, the initial, the initial, what, yeah. what he's claiming he has documented proof on is everything that Snowden said that they could do. Now, Schellenberger's coming out and saying they're doing it. It's it's Terrifying. quite astounding um, on today's podcast and so much more, including that tragic, tragic story. Uh, out of out of Moscow about the woman that um, well you'll just have to hear it in today's podcast anyway Jace Medical is our sponsor um, we have shortages of medicine in America critical shortage of essential drugs you would think wow that I, I mean I expect that in El Salvador uh, but hey we're looking more and more like El Salvador every day so Jace case. Uh, is from Jace Medical, J-A-S-E Medical.com. Here's what they do. The Jace case has five essential uh, antibiotics, five of them. Treat the most common deadly bacterial infection. So you have them at your house, at your disposal, you know, if something goes wrong. But you also can add on medications. You can choose the ones that best fit you and your family's need. They even have ivermectin. But they have, if you have diabetes, you have high blood pressure, and you can get a year's worth of that supply. So you have it at your home. You go online, fill out a form, you get the prescription, life-saving medications delivered right to you. JaceMedical.com. JaceMedical.com. Go there now. Here's a podcast. Let me start with this. Nearly 50,000 people in the U.S. lost their lives to suicide in 2022. That is the uh, number that they have given us. According to the National Center for Health Statistics, they say the final count will likely be higher. The suicide rate in America now is 14.3 deaths per 100,000 people. That is the highest level since 1941. See, what was happening in 1941? There, uh, the psychologists say, there was a rupture in our economic health and social fabric, and we're still experiencing the after effects of that. Really? You think? 
People feel isolated. They feel afraid. Some people are losing their homes. And they're hearing lies about how great the economy is and how worthless they are. Why do you think this is happening? Because there's there's nothing real. That's why. We're all being made to feel helpless, worthless, meaningless. We're either helpless victims or irredeemable oppressors. And you can't deny or change that irrevocable state. Can't do it. There's no God. There's no meaning in life except for fame. And that is empty. There's no meaning in life except for riches. And that is empty. Maybe you're a social activist. Well, what are you doing? You're destroying. You're not creating. You're tearing it all down. We're just randomly colliding particles. And we're temporarily assembled into clumps of cells with the illusion of consciousness. Nothing more than dust to dust, ashes to ashes, but nothing beyond. What is still standing that you once cherished? You valued. Who's still standing that you once admired? How many things that you believed in you now are told only a lie and an evil lie. We fear each other because it's them. They're bad. There is no truth we can agree on. There's no men in so many different ways. There's no men. There's no definition of a woman. We don't even know what a woman is. There's no justice, only your truth and my truth. Well, and the approved truth. We're trapped in a hell that we have created and there's no way out. Why is there no way out? Because we all believe we're powerless. If we believe that, we are powerless. We have given in to the ultimate game of divide and conquer. We're reduced to isolated, uh, atomized individuals. We're just atoms that are just floating around, perpetually helpless and afraid, without direction, without hope, divided from each other, isolated from ourselves, cut off from the roots of everything that we've, we've ever believed. Well, gee, that makes us easy to control, doesn't it? We are sure primed for whatever the collective needs from its drones next. We are more and more every day defined by either rage and resentment or despair, depression, suicide. Wow, I wonder what's happening, says the experts. We've got to do a study on this. We don't need to do a study on this. All of us know if we take the time and look at what's happening, everybody knows. If nothing, if nothing we do ever means anything, unless perhaps what we do is destroy everything, nothing matters. Nothing 
matters. Notice the word matters here. Matter. What is it? It's what we call things that are real, things made of matter. Things that matter. If nothing matters, nothing is true. Nothing is real. And there's no point to any of it. I mean, honestly, I think the suicide rate for what's happening, I think it's probably shockingly low. It's it's an amazing miracle that all of us get out of bed every day. To me, that's proof that God is there. God is real. Proof of God. We're human, so we're different than any other animal. We're the only creature with language, the only creature with this level of awareness and consciousness, self-consciousness, the only one with a constant sense of our own morality, the only one with a sense of morality. There, there is no right or wrong in nature. That's a human thing. We're the only ones that worry about tomorrow or the consequences of our actions, good or bad. We're the only ones that seek meaning. Only we wonder whether it's worth getting out of bed. Not because it's so comfy there, but because in our minds it's It's possible that getting up isn't worth it. It isn't a positive good to get up. It seems like everything we do is meaningless and not worth the effort to many people in America. We also know that even if we do get up, sometimes we'll fail. No, often we fail now. That good deeds are not rewarded. So is that all there is? Your life is seemingly meaningless the more you spend in cyberspace. The more time you spend on social media. You can't measure up to the lies. Is that all there is? That question is proof of God. Because at its root, it assumes that meaning is a thing. That it's even possible for something to be real, for something that matters. That there is a reality outside of ourselves, possibly beyond our own life. None of those questions are anything more than gibberish. If we're just random particles, if we just happened What about love? What about hope? What about our vision for a better tomorrow? Or the idea, seemingly antiquated now, that things could actually get better? What does better mean if nothing is good? And what is good if nothing has any value? What about the relationships we form, sometimes for life? The love of our spouses, our children, our willingness to give our very life for those we love. It is inconceivable that all of that is meaningless. That we can have all of that and there's no point of getting up in the morning. 
it's frustrating because I have people in my own life who feel like this. And they feel no one can relate to them. I'm lucky enough to be able to relate. Or I guess unfortunate enough. Or perhaps life didn't happen to me, it happened for me. And all of the pain and all of the depression and all of the things I went through when I was suicidal and young happened perhaps so I can relate to my own children. Everybody's focused on fame and fortune and it's empty and meaningless. You know what's not? Life. Living. What you do matters. It may not change the world. But it really does matter to you or to somebody else. Maybe somebody you'll never know. Maybe it's somebody you don't even meet. But because you lived, it's made a difference. And you have it within you to make your life meaningful or meaningless. Heaven or hell. When you make that choice... Heaven or hell, it affects the lives of those around you. But it is your choice. And make no mistake, not to stand is to stand. Not to get out of bed is a choice. To give up on ourselves, to give up on our future, to give up on, our, on everything good. We're not random particles. It's not a random thing that you happen to be listening to me right now. There's a reason we're here. There's a reason you're here. It means something. Your life means something. We each have a job to do. We may not know what it is. And sometimes we fail. And then only later do we realize, oh my gosh, that failure actually led me to this. But that requires you not to be convinced you're a victim. The job is real. It's all real, in fact. Goodness, kindness, love, it's real. Hope is real. Meaning is real. Thank God most of us have experienced at least a flash of that once in our life. That's what gets us up in the morning. Because we've, we've felt it. Even for just a passing moment, we felt that. And we want it. But we're being told it doesn't exist. Once is proof of concept. It means it's not impossible no matter how hard. Even once means it can be that you can be there. And if we just remember that, that's hope. And then all of the lies have no hold on us. But remembering is the key. Built to keep us alive as opposed to happy our brain is way better at remembering the negative than the positive pain rather than joy. And that can trap us, especially if people are preying on that. But if we can just remember, 
we could get through it. Remember who you are. Remember what we are. Remember what is true, what is real. Remember your story, where you came from, how you got here. What a miracle it is that you're still walking around, that you're still surviving, even if you're barely surviving. If we can orient our lives towards something larger, greater, higher, better than ourselves, fix our eyes firmly up, fix our eyes above and start to climb, then yes, we can get up. We can stand. We can climb. We can build. We will make things better. Things will be better. The American dream is alive as long as you are. And if you realize that, then yes, everything will have meaning. It will matter. So what the hell are you doing sitting down listening to me? Get up. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck program. All right, let me, uh, let me start with this first. Moderna, that now is being revealed from the blaze, Moderna is monitoring celebrities for spreading anti-vaccine beliefs. Journalists now have revealed that the biotechnology company hired a former FBI analyst to head its disinformation department tasked with compiling internal reports about celebrities who criticized the COVID-19 vaccine from Moderna. If they spoke out against the vaccine mandates or shared any anti-vaccine sentiments, the journalist noted that uh, this FBI uh, agent is one of the many former law enforcement agents now working for Moderna. The department reports are color coded and ranked from low risk to high risk based on how problematic their narratives are to vaccine confidence. Low risk reports don't currently warrant any action, according to their their own Moderna documents. When a response is required, the company's team will notify appropriate stakeholders with recommendations. Notice the word stakeholders. That is ESG. We're all in this together. We all have a role to play. We're all stakeholders in this. Celebrities that made Moderna's high-risk list include uh, Russell Brand, Elon Musk, and Novak. How do you say his name, the tennis player? Djokovic. Djokovic, yeah. Um, It noted that... uh, Djokovic was such a problem because he became an anti-vaccine hero. Uh, Moderna's report stated the optics of Djokovic. Uh, jo- wild mm-hmm. with Djokovic. I mean, he he decided he didn't want to take the vaccine. Mm-hmm. He wasn't, I don't know, it wasn't like he was RFK Jr. out on every show talking about it. He just wanted to play tennis. Like, I know. I, it really, like... It, while he, he made a choice they didn't like, right. he wasn't even an activist, I wouldn't say. He, he was wasn't. just saying, like, this is what I want to do. If other Correct. people want to do the opposite, go ahead. You can't have that opinion. That's crazy. Okay? Crazy. So this is in the Moderna report now that has just come out. The optics of uh, Djokovic, whose vaccine opposition barred him from competing in the U.S. Open, returning to and winning the Moderna-sponsored competition bolsters <laughs> anti-vaccine claims that vaccines and mandates are unnecessary. 
He was high risk. Uh, so what does that mean? What does that mean? Let me give you another quick story here. New study of big tech censorship claims online companies such as Google X and Meta have censored President Biden's opponents who are running for the Oval Office 162 times. Topping the list is Vivek Ramaswamy and Robert Kennedy Jr. Uh, third on the list was Nikki Haley, followed by Larry Elder and then Donald Trump. Here's another story for you. You've heard all of the stories about how evil Donald Trump is because he was he was going to these banks and overstating his worth and he was conning remember predatory lenders remember that this time the borrower was predatory against the lender that's their case however called to the stand yesterday was the Deutsche Bank executive uh, that this whole thing revolves around. This is the guy who did the loan for Deutsche Bank. And they were, uh, can I, did he not overstate? Did he not overstate? The guy said, yeah, it was atypical, but not entirely unusual for a client to do that. And we, we approved the loan because we expected it to generate a profit based on his history of successful developments. So we took what he wrote, we reevaluated. Of course. We we said he's not worth that, he's worth about half of that. Okay? And then we gave him a loan based on that. There's 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 no victim here. There's no victim here. So how is this happening? How is this happening? How is it half the country is convinced this guy is just an evil Nazi. Michael Schellenberger, <clears throat> a whistleblower, has come forward with an explosive new trove of documents rivaling or exceeding the Twitter files and Facebook files in scale and importance. They describe the activities of an anti-disinformation group called the Cyber Threat Intelligence League. I bet they even wear capes. It's the CTIL, Cyber Threat Intelligence League. And it started as a volunteer project of data science scientists and defense and intelligence veterans. We just want to do good. We're the Justice League. And we're seeing what's going on. And we're going to volunteer our time. Mm, that's amazing. Unfortunately, it appears that they have been absorbed in multiple official projects, including the Department of Homeland Security. CTI League documents uh, offer a missing link answer to key questions not addressed in the Twitter files and Facebook files. Combined, they offer a comprehensive picture of the birth of the anti-disinformation sector, or what we have called the censorship industrial complex. According to Michael Schellenberger, the whistleblower documents describe everything from the genesis of modern digital censorship programs to the role of the military and intelligence agencies, partnerships with civil society organizations 
and commercial media and the use of sock puppet accounts and other offensive techniques. Uh, In one document, they explain that while such activities overseas are typically done by the CIA and NSA and the Department of Defense, censorship efforts against Americans have to be done using a public-private partnership, again, ESG stakeholders, because the government, and I'm quoting from the document, doesn't have the legal authority. So this this arm now went out and said, look, we can't do this. How can we do this? The whistleblower alleges in a trove of documents that a leader of CTI League, a former British intelligence analyst, was in the room at the Obama White House in 2017 when she received the instructions to create a counter disinformation project to stop a repeat of 2016. Huh. A network now of over 100 government agencies and non-governmental organizations work together to urge censorship by social media platforms and spread propaganda about disfavored individuals, topics, and whole narratives. So this is out in our show prep today. If you haven't, if you don't get my newsletter every day, you should sign up for it. It's free. You'll get it every day. Um, there are stories in there that you just you don't hear about because nobody in the mainstream is talking about them. This one is a very long story, but I'm telling you, it will make your hair fall out because it's not just about going to Facebook and and Google and saying, hey, can you guys maybe, you know, throttle that person back a little bit because because they're they're doing They're saying some things that aren't so nice. No, no, no. They're not only doing that, but then they have disinformation puppets and disinformation uh, operatives that will go out and spread uh, disinformation about that individual. That way they can go to you know, Facebook and everywhere else and say, look at who this guy really is. You want to be associated with him? Look at what they're saying about him online. Not only that, but then they take that information to the banks to get the bank to debank that person. Uh, I think we have the Stasi, America. Now, the the thing about this is this is happening this 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 story is what what was happening in 2019 okay this is all about the pandemic and what they were doing and can you imagine what they are doing today and the better ai gets the better you can collate all of the information tie it to certain individuals You can create anything you want. You can get people to do anything you want. We're not talking about the loss of freedom here. Listen to me carefully. This is something I have been reading about and talking about for 20 years. It wasn't wasn't relative to people. They couldn't understand it. And so I have only talked about it a few times 
because it was all just a it was a, a concept that this is going to get so bad that I'm telling you it's here now. Listen carefully. This is not about your loss of freedom. This is about the loss of your free will. What we as individuals were given by God, not just rights. Those rights are protected. The government is supposed to protect those rights. We do have rights. We do have responsibilities. Some of us don't exercise our responsibility, and most of us don't even understand our rights. But all of that is a subset of free will. You can go out. You can investigate. You have an idea. You go and you create your own path. What this organization is doing, what these people are doing, and if Congress does not stop them, we lose our free will. These people must go to jail. What they're doing is they can manipulate you without you even knowing it. You've seen it before with Google and the way they stack things. Now you have The Western governments, five eyes, that's all five of the big Western countries called five eyes, the biggest intelligence agencies. They're all involved in this and they're doing it to each other's citizens. We're probably doing it to England and England is doing it to us, but we're doing the same thing. And it is shaping you. In a way that you can't even record, you, you will never recognize. By 2030, by 2030, I guarantee you, if this stuff isn't stopped, you won't know whose idea it was. You will think it was your idea to do X, Y, or Z, to live X, Y, or Z. To buy X, Y, or Z. To go. To speak. To say X, Y, or Z. You will think it was your idea and it will not be. This has been debated for 25 years and nobody paid attention to it. And I'm a weirdo. And I paid attention to it because I didn't understand it at first. I'm like, loss of free will. How could you possibly lose? This is 1995 or 2000. How can you possibly lose free will? You lose it because you don't, you don't recognize what is actually shaping you as an individual. This is not advertisement. This is Personal propaganda geared directly at you as an individual. So we're not talking about the loss of freedom. We are talking about the reason you are here as a human being. God gave you free will. Jesus came Because we have free will and we will make the wrong decisions, so he offers us salvation. We are talking about the 
literal schemes of the devil. The schemes of Satan taking away your free will. I know I'm on a list. I know, uh, I think we've lost 95% of our reach on Facebook in the last year. How's that possible? Everything, uh, everything we do that's independent is growing like crazy. We're having the biggest year of my career this year. And my Facebook is down 90, 95%. How's that happening? They're shaping you and keeping voices that they don't want you to hear. Be aware. Know that this is now being done at a governmental level in the entire West. The best of the Glenn Beck program. So I just saw that uh, Bitcoin is down, what, 500 and Thirty-seven dollars uh, today. Panic! It, I know, panic. It, it, it is incredible. It's almost up to forty thousand again. I know. It's like thirty-eight or thirty-seven thousand dollars now per Bitcoin. Legitimately incredible, considering there's this been a slew of bad news over yeah. the past year. People may know Sam Bankman-Fried. Yeah, uh, but, there's a big Binance thing that happened uh, last week. Um, but yeah. you, but you also have the government saying we're never going to do that. We're gonna we're gonna introduce our own Fed coin. Yeah, Elizabeth Warren is not on board. So if Elizabeth Warren is on board, should you be? I mean, shouldn't you agree with whatever Elizabeth Warren says? She's not on board for. She's not a big fan of the Bitcoin. Oh, she's not for the CBDs. Oh, oh, she. I'm sure she'd be fine with that. Yeah, but sure not she does not want Bitcoin. No, this is decentralized. They don't have control of it, so of course people don't like it. But it is interesting to see. I mean, this is a big part of uh, what the argentinian the new guy malay down there yeah. he's a big bitcoin guy um you know the you know there's you know some of the can- a lot of the candidates uh are pretty good on this topic as well including even i have to say rfk jr is, mm-hmm. is good on this who i'm not a fan of uh ramaswamy is big on this uh desantis has DeSantis. been desantis has been really good on the central bank digital currency i mean he people are like why is he even talking about this you know a year ago well, I think we've seen how important it is. And let me let, let me show you because I want to put together a show next year on CBDC and show what it really is. Let me just show you a couple of things I found here recently. Uh, cut eleven. This is a Dutch political commentator on central bank digital currencies because this is happening all over the Western world. Listen, if we accept the fact that a QR code grants us access to society. What makes you think that they won't link that to anything else except for your vaccination status? What if that green screen on your phone that grants you access to society turns red the moment you take a flight too many, or you uh, eat meat too much, or you didn't recycle your plastic yesterday, how dare you? What if that green screen on your phone that is linked to your digital wallet that's filled with nothing more but, (laughs) I'm gonna say it, Central bank digital currencies will turn red the moment you say something that the government classifies as hate speech. What if they can turn off your life at the push of one button? 
If they can do it in China, they can do it here. Ladies and gentlemen, freedom that is limited to those who do and say exactly what the government wants them to do and say is no freedom. It's imprisonment, trends up as freedom. And we need to see it for what it is. If we want to turn this around, that is. We need to wake up. We need to speak up. We need to say no, draw a line, and disobey these laws. Now, listen, in Australia, here's a politician in Australia warning the Australians about central bank digital currencies. Cut 50. Let's be blunt. The so-called trusted digital identity bill represents a watershed moment in Australian history. We stand at the divide between a free personal enterprise future and a digital surveillance age. If nothing is done to stop this bill, government will sit in the middle of every interaction Australians have with each other and with the world. And it achieves this in the same way China does, by creating a digital identity that forms a central part of a person's life. You can call it a license to live. What began with COVID contact tracing, vaccine passports and QR check-ins will soon be formalized by an inescapable digital identity. It signals the complete end of consumer privacy, the end of citizen anonymity and the beginning of a big brother digital age that treats the people of Australia as products rather than free human beings. The government intends to build a complete digital record of every Australian to be shared and used. Our medical history, our shopping preferences, who we associate with, whether our choices are really so-called green, social security, veteran services, travel records, website viewing, employment status, and social media comments. Everything will go on the record and be available to any large corporation that can pay for access. Now, let me give you one from the United States. This is a member of the uh, Minneapolis Federal Reserve. As the president of the Minneapolis Federal Reserve uh, Bank, this is what he says about CBDCs. Central bank digital currency. Do you think that that is something that you all should be looking into seriously? To, to what degree should you be looking into it seriously? Just what, what are your thoughts on CBDC? I mean, as the, uh, my colleagues at the Federal Reserve have talked about, we are examining it. Uh, I'll tell you my personal bias is I'm pretty skeptical. I keep asking anybody, anybody at the Fed or outside of the Fed to explain to me what problem this is solving. A digital, I can send anybody in this room $5 with Venmo right now. Right? No, seriously. So what is it that a CBDC could do that Venmo can't do? And all I get is a bunch of hand-waving. I get a bunch, well, maybe it's better for financial inclusion. Maybe it's better for cross-border remittances. Maybe. Is there any evidence that it is? And you know, they say, well, what about China? China is doing it. Well, I can see why China would do it. If they want to monitor every one of your transactions, you could do that with the central bank digital currency. You can't do that with Venmo. If you want to impose negative interest rates, you could do that with the central bank digital currency. You can't do that with Venmo. And if you want to directly tax customer accounts, you could do that with the central bank digital currency. You can't do that with Venmo. So I get why China would be interested. Why would the American people be for that? <laughs> yeah. So this kind of goes into what I'm talking about tonight on TV. Gaslighting. Do you know what that term even means? Yeah, I did. I, I didn't for a long time, but I do now. I, yeah, mainly because so many people say it, I made myself look it up. Right, <laughs> and I was like, "What does this even mean? I can't, I don't even understand it." And it is. Uh, I mean, it's it is really it fe seemingly really is going on. Oh my! God. 
I've got to prove it to you tonight. First okay. of all, I'm starting the show tonight, going back to the 1940s uh, and showing you where I'm being you're being gaslit. They're gaslighting you where that term came from, what it meant. It's important context because the polls are in the two issues Americans are most concerned about right now. Number one, the economy. Number two, immigration and the gaslighting on these two issues from the Biden administration and the media are it's crazy. It is crazy town bonkers. We're being lied to about the state of the economy. We're being lied to about what's really happening at the border tonight. I'm going to show you the real numbers Uh, and they're uh, they're a little shocking. They're a little shocking. Don't miss Tonight's Wednesday night special, 9 p.m. Eastern on Blaze TV, then 9.30 Eastern on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Glenn Beck. Are we still running the uh, Blaze TV uh, cyber that was just on Monday? You can join us now, and you'll save 20 bucks with the promo code Glenn at blazetv.com slash Glenn, blazetv.com slash Glenn. We'll see you tonight at 9 p.m. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.